Hello and welcome to a special Mobile World Congress special 361 degrees special episode that is special. Very special. Very special. Uh, it's the end of uh, Mobile World Congress now. Uh, we've been here a week. My name is Ben Smith from Wireless Worker. I'm Ray Planford from the All About Sites. I'm Ewan from Mobile Industry Review. Ewan uh, briefly stopped mashing junk food into his face long enough to join us to record Give the podcast. Up, Smith. Give I, it up. And this is the much, trade show. Much, trade show. much promised, little prepared NFC special that we've talked about. Isn't it the NFC argument? The NFC argument. Right. And I, so... Ewan, why why is NFC been such an issue at Mobile World Congress? Because no, we haven't picked any other topics to single out. Mm. What's going on? Um, I think so. This year, the GSMA decided to major to go big on NFC and offered the opportunity for three and a half thousand people to participate in a trial supported by a. Uh, a wide array of sponsors such as Shimalto. I'm trying to think of anything else. Sony, who provides so, the handsets. Sony who provides the handsets. Uh, the the bank. What size is that? Said Kaixa, Kaixa. Oh, there's a Spanish See, bank. Yeah, yeah, that 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 the Spanish bank. The Telefonica, whole, I think, was in there yeah, as well. Yeah. A whole load of companies within Barcelona itself were roped in to sort of provide oh, discounts yeah. to NFC restaurants and, and, and places. Shops. So basically, what they want to do is this year say, look, this is the year of NFC. We're going to prove it. We're going to show you. And, and, and so just to recap, then, they, they had um, NFC-enabled entry into yes, the events. And, you and could get it like a everywhere, event. every hall, every opening, every entry point had an NFC capability. Yeah, so there was there was entry, they had posters which provided links to, to information. Yeah. Like where the they, nearest toilet was. They had um, yeah. vouchers and codes and things in the in the restaurants. You could pay at the, re, at the food outlets. Well, uh, so those 3,500 handsets that they gave away were pre-configured with... Uh, some airtime from Telefonica just so that you, you could yeah. get connectivity and also with 15 euro of credit on right. the little card the idea being that you would use this opportunity to if you if you said yes I want to participate in the trial and I was one of the people who said yes then they would uh, give you a fully prepared Sony Ericsson T handset which is very nice very decent handset but that had all of the, the various different apps and services installed onto the device pre uh, uh, ready for you to actually yeah. use it. So you had, a, you, had a, you had one of the Sony devices pre-configured. Yeah. I've got my old Nexus S, which is NFC it's enabled. perfectly fine. Which, yeah. I, which I downloaded the Android apps onto, and Rafe's got the Lumia 920. And with the Windows Phone 8 stuff. And I think it's fair to say that pretty much every other email you got from the GSMA before the Congress had NFC mentioned in some context, and inside the venue I haven't seen so many NFC tags in such a small space. In fact, it was a very large space, but every post, uh, you couldn't walk past stands as well without seeing them, and then there was an NFC village, and various NFC corners, and NFC that I don't think I've ever seen one technology push so much in the MWC. Uh, no, no, and, and so, so that's, we, it was a shame that it was such a screaming, horrible waste of time and a failure. Well, let's discuss that. Let's. Because I don't think that's entirely accurate. But that's unfortunate. It's a shame for you. Mm-hmm. But you're the I one. I think that's, that's a rather strenuous way to put it. I think it's a, a little unfair. Right, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's tell the listeners or the readers about some of our NFC experiences here. Yes. And they can judge Well, themselves. first of all, let's talk about the ticket experience. So, the, the idea being you've got your badge and you've either queued up the, the airport, or you went on the Sunday or whatever, and you got your, your badge as you would on any other trade show. 
then there was an app you can download called... NFC Badge. NFC Badge, right. So you, you download that onto your Android, Windows Phone, or BlackBerry device. Key mm-hmm. point, if you've got iPhone, you're simply not participating in any of this. And I think that that is a real glaring issue for the marketplace. But also, I felt slightly deficient with an iPhone. Well, there were plenty of tweets saying the best thing about this NFC badge is looking at the iPhone users queuing up in the other queue. Yeah, and having to wait, right? Yes. Because the NFC... second class systems, which isn't something Apple used to used to. No, no, exactly. So to be clear, just talking about the badge experience, at the main entrance, you walk in and they separate the queues out. There is a standard queue for all the idiots with iPhones and all the ones that couldn't be bothered, Ben Smith, for example. Yeah. Um, and then there's another queue called the NFC badge entry. And, and the so, reason they did this was because you have to show photo identification when going in, and so they were able to verify a photo with the NFC badge. You would tap your badge onto the NFC point, and up would pop your picture, and they would say, yes, you can go in. And it meant you could leave your passport, driving pass, whatever it was that you were using, either in your hotel or in your pocket. So just to be clear, not many trade shows insist on you having your ID um, at the at the entry yeah. point, and that's it is very annoying at mobile because you have to keep on bringing your passport out. And it, but this is a this is a prime example though of where I think NFC's not good. So think about the well, we haven't described the problem yet. Okay, so to you the two queues that, that's sort of two, two queues, queues, right? Uh, and if you say I go, you know, I go, I'll I go, go try this out, I go on the left and I I show um, a badge that the exhibition have given me, yep. which says Ben is allowed in. And then I and show you, a passport. You actually, it does have the badge does have some kind of RFID capability anyway. Yeah. Yes. Because you you put it against the reader, and then the chap or the lady says, "That's fine." Yeah. But it doesn't show my picture. I then show. That's why you have to show your passport, pa- passport or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So right. so that that works quite well, and I walk through, you know, quite quite quickly. How many seconds? The only time I've ever had to break my step as it were, walking through the gates is when I was waiting for somebody in front of me. Okay. So, you know, right. the, 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 it's not a, you know, they don't stop. They don't, it's not like an airport where they check. You know, they're just looking yeah. at a picture. Yep. Yeah. Name, badge, face. Yeah. Job Go done. On. You're okay. in. Right. So, um, so, so, and, so I, what about the NFC experience? So I, I, I picked up my, my Sony handset and I, I, I really wanted to experience it the way the GSMA or this this consortium wanted it yep. yeah, to to experience. Uh, the first thing I had to do was go to the desk at the front entrance and configure my NFC. Oh, sorry, are we keeping you up there, Blanford? I'm sorry. Right, so everyone there heard the, the man yawn. Well, I mean, this process has already worn Rafe Blanford out, and you haven't even made it to the desk yet. So. Yes. So uh, in, I have to register my NFC badge application yep. I have to configure it so basically yep. I logged in my username and password on the app and it said look I found found you putting your photo so I took a photo of myself on the phone did this and all the while Ben Smith is on, on the right hand side of my shoulder going rubbish 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 yeah. this is slow this is really inefficient and you have a point but I will put the other point of view here that I downloaded this app while I was waiting at the airport Yeah, I had a photo a headshot sitting in my SkyDrive folder as it happened and was able to add that to the pass. And then when I went to pick up my physical badge, which you still had mm. to have for you know, yeah. being in the show, 
they verified the photo automatically. So I had a relatively painless experience setting up my NFC badge. Right, that's okay. And, well, and let I will me jump say, in then. on the first, e- first day, I went into the show and I used the NFC badge straight away because I had it set up. And I was able to get through maybe 30 seconds faster than you and Ewan who had to go through the traditional yeah. method. So it, it worked, but only because I'd sort of thought about it in advance. So I hadn't, so I forced myself to experience this. Smith is in the back of my, my brain now going rubbish, 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 slow, so, slow, so you, slow. You got your, you, you got your, um, your, the app, the app is ready. So, so the, a, a human being checked that a photo yeah. on, on the app was you. Yeah. And now you're good to go yeah. through I the I press refresh the gate. and it's green. So yeah. I, go, I go up the gate, I touch the phone, and that is a problem, by the on, way. On that, the reader. Well, that's a problem because you don't know which bit to touch. Yeah. I've realised through trial and error now that you touch the top of it. To the reader, depends which phone, but your yeah, phone is my best. this particular Sony Xperia T. You touch the top, and then the app says you have to touch your photo or something. You have to touch, and then that kind of transmits it to uh-huh. the the reader for the 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 person standing there to go. Yeah. Yes, that's you. Now, interestingly, on the Windows Phone 8 app, all I had to do was touch it to the reader and didn't have to do anything else. So no extra interaction and so it was just like using an oyster card you have to kind of flick it up you see it but I do think it depended quite a bit on the handset because I noticed people in front of me were having real problems getting it to activate so I don't think manufacturers have always thought about the positioning of the NFC aerial and we should probably explain that the NFC aerial can potentially interfere with things like bluetooth aerials and also the cellular aerials and so it's not a simple place to just stick it wherever you like typically manufacturers are putting it at the top of the device um, and I think it probably shows that some manufacturers are thinking more about it than others. Yeah. Certainly on the Lumia 920, I haven't had a problem interacting with any of the NFC tech, but I've seen plenty of people with the cheaper Android devices going, <clears throat> and it's just not working. So let me this, say that, the, yes, the setup of it, absolute horse. But well, this isn't the core to my argument, though, because when I say it doesn't work, mm-hmm. clearly, you know, the technical piece of holding a bit of holding an antenna next to a receiver and transferring some data clearly works because yeah. it's been done loads mm-hmm. so and, well, it, and there was a sense of kind of magic you, you do it and your photo would appear and you sort of go yes I, I can yeah, see okay. why that's a good way I, to I, do it I, I wasn't that impressed I've, I've seen wireless data transfer before but you know if that's what gets you off you know that, that's fine but the, the the point I'm making here is that it's a terrible uh, access control is a terrible use for NFC because you have to go through the additional step of registering and setting other people up then I also I, I followed you the day after, and I, yeah. I went through this step as well. And then um, I used it, and it was okay. Likewise, you know, it took me two goes to get my phone positioned because with the Nexus S, I found you had to lay it flat on the sensor. Interesting. Right, I, think, yeah. I think the NFC is flat in the back of the case. I'm not sure, but that seemed to work, so it went with that. Um, but then the next day, the phone battery had run out. And genuinely, it had genuinely run out. You know, we're on the trade show. I've got loads of phones, and I'm working, working them really hard. It genuinely ran out. I wasn't deliberately trying to ruin it. And that was it. I couldn't use it. I couldn't come in because I need, you need to run the app because this one is based on the application. It's just a communication signal, then. That's not all right. That's yeah. not so, but, so, 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 again, you know, so I couldn't use it then. And then when you're in the, when you're in the show, for example, there are a few times where you can actually use the, 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 the app to identify yourself rather than other forms of ID. Yeah. And what you realise is that it's all very well to say that 
I got through more quickly in the main entrance. But the reason you get through more quickly is just that there are fewer people using NFC. It's not because the process is faster, because if, if we both arrive to a human being at the same time and one looks at a picture of you on the screen and the other one looks at a picture of me on my passport, then you know, there's, no, there's no material difference. And actually what I, re- what I noticed was that as you go around the event, people would, would come up to needing to authenticate uh, perhaps unexpectedly or a bit unprepared because they're in conversation. You know, the, the front door is really signed. You know you're arriving in, so most people are prepared. But, you know, there were plenty of other places where they weren't. And um, people are there typing in their PIN codes, unlocking their handset, firing up the apps. And so actually you, you're delayed then again. So, you know, it's just struck me that that was a terrible use. And it added nothing. It didn't make the, it didn't make the transaction any better. Because did you carry your passport every day? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have a choice. I had to. Yeah, but, but not only did you have to, because the GSMA had asked you, you had to, because if your phone had run out of batteries and you wanted to go in, yeah. you needed to have a backup process yes. to NFC. So it didn't really help there. So I ben, did quite, ben wins round one. Ben does win round one, because I, I did enjoy the facility, but you're right. But I, I think it's important to learn some lessons from this, which is that the technology itself nothing wrong with it it's the user journey the experience you have to go through it and there are you know ways to potentially improve it so i don't think nfc as a, a gateway control is necessarily a bad thing for something like m ticketing uh, we'll maybe come back to that yeah. later uh, but for this particular scenario it didn't work but it also i think uh, pointed out that when you're using nfc and actually this applies to you know all sorts of things on the phone if you have to go into an app and do an extra user step to do something that often means it becomes less convenient. Um, on, on my Lumi 920, I had it pinned uh, to the start screen right near the top, so I was able to get into it within about five seconds. But, but there you, were plenty of people just struggling for 30 seconds to open up an app menu. You still um, had to. Uh, you had still had to fire up the. You pull the device out and. Um, I did fire and it so, up for like so a, I mean, do a pin unlock or I, whatever. I don't disagree with you. I mean, this was a good technology demonstration for a show like this. But there was no way this would ever work at any other trade show. No, and I mean it would be if you had it in an office or somewhere where you know, kind of there were a lot, there was a high volume of people going in and out. It'd be a disaster. Okay, so next right. story then. I, I get to I get to pick. Okay, big, 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 big. Tell this us is your argument. Tell us about the time that you bought a sandwich. Well, and I bought it for you. You did actually. That was, that was jolly nice, right? Okay, so uh, if you remember back, the Sony Xperia T handset that um, we'd been assigned. That came with 15 euro of value credit. Wow. One, the number one problem I thought initially was that that 15 euro is fixed. You, yeah, you weren't allowed to you top it up. You can't add more to it. Yeah. Right? But, that, but that's, that's just the scheme. I mean, that, that's nothing to do with NFC. Still, well, I just found that disappointing. Yeah. No, nothing to do with NFC, yeah. but just I wanted to add, I wanted to use more, right? Yeah. Because well, fortunately, I, it was so painful to use. The 15 euros is never in any threat being spent. Well, the, yes. Uh, I, the, the challenge here is because everything is so expensive at Mobile World Congress that you, that 15 euro doesn't get you very far. Anyway, right. One lunch if you're... Uh, so, yes, one lunch. lunch. So we went to the till. Went to the till. And we... Uh, I think it was about two o'clock or something like that because there wasn't a queue and that was good. And I, I said to the lady, hi, could I pay with my phone? And what happened? Well, her, her immediate response was... What, Almost like, ugh. it was a little bit like you'd asked if you could punch her in the face. Yes. She's like, well, if you have to, but yeah. I really would prefer that you did. Yes, and she kind of basically acknowledged in her eyes, acknowledged that yes, I am working at a mobile phone show 
you know, our sub, the supplier that I work for is yeah. So okay, whatever, just okay. get on with it. So the transaction was rung up. The amount she typed the nine euro forty for this sweaty wrap. Yeah, and and two orange juices or whatever, and then and no cake. No cake. She did nine pound nine euro forty, yeah. and then just looked at me. And it, it pops out. And the way it looked in the transaction is that the the kind of the the terminal that you'd normally type like your pin code in if you're yeah. doing in the UK, um, that's got like a touch pad bit on. Yeah, it's got the PayWave a bit um, like the pay logo. Wave. Yeah, right. yeah. And so what happened? I well, what I did is um, the the application. The, there's a, this is a separate application now. I've got the badge one. I put oh, that that's away. Con- that's convenient. I like it to be separate. Because, mm. so I, I want I want my home screen filled up. I, I think it's called and Wallet. It's yeah, it's called Wallet or something like that. I've got it here with me. Let me just uh, get it up here. Um, so well, well, whilst Ewan's getting it up, I think that so um, right. It's called Wallet. Wallet. Okay. Tap on Wallet and then up. Um, it has to load three, four. Five, this is, I tell you what, six, this NFT experience seven, is just amazing. Eight, eight seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Rafe Manford's run off to get his Lumion, Lumion 920. Right, yeah. so, okay. okay, so, um, and inside this, this kind of wallet is a credit card, a visual credit card, right? Um, so I tap, you have to tap on that, that so we're Sorry. now at 10 seconds. Okay, so you, you've now selected the card. It says, touch the card to pay, yeah. so you touch it. That basically means that the phone is now active, and you get a message on the screen saying, Tap your phone on the reader to make the transaction. So that the phone is now ready. Now, in fairness here, you can set this to be automatic. Yeah. But I just kept it with the click, click, the tap, 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 right? But the, even at its fastest, you need to find and open the app, wait for the time that you said for it to load, yeah. and then you are immediately presented with a, an option to pay. Yes. Okay. Right. So then I, I put it down, looking at this poor lady staring at me going, and she's just dead between the eyes, the poor lady. She's going, this is going to be annoying. And I think the phrase is behind the eyes, dead between the eyes, but I think. Behind the eyes, yeah. or between the eyes, right. Uh, yeah, between the eyes, so her nose was dead. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. the middle of her forehead. <laughs> yes, lacking lacking it. Anyway, so you, um, I tap down, and basically I hear the sound of an error, basically. And, and you, I you hear the sound of this lady's heart breaking uh, well, just a no, bit she's more. Just, she just knew it was going to happen, yeah. so I lift it up. By the way, this has whole been this whole process has been filmed by Ben because I had him film it for me Thank because you. he said, "Watch this; it's seamless." Right. <laughs> I, I tell and you then, what, I'll film it, and then it won't be. Thanks the so moment much. you start filming, oh dear, a little well. NFC angel yeah. died yeah. that that second. So, what was the error? I don't know. It was just basically cannot detect or something like that. It was in Spanish, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, uh, so, the lady lady was deeply unimpressed, and I said, "Look, can we just try it again?" Yeah. And she had to cancel the whole transaction. Yeah. Then type in nine nine euro forty again, and what I did is I came out of the app, tried to close the app, brought it up again, just to kind of refresh it a bit, and then put it down on the reader, and it worked. Okay, and and what was the problem that you kind of you hadn't held it in the right place, or you hadn't? Was, I don't no no no. It just, no. I think it was it a reading error. Okay, yeah. So I mean, by by this point now. You know, this lady, this, this lady has spent a significant portion of her life trying to service this sandwich. Yes. So, you know, and it took, I think in, in memory, it took three goes in the end. Cause I think was it you, three? You, I think, I, I think you, No, no, you're right, you're right. You, yeah. you did two down. failed attempts. Yeah. And, and she then said, Can, you know, this isn't going to work. Just, just stop just please, messing around, please. Have, yeah. You know, have, I'll, I'll pay for it myself if you just go away and leave me alone. <laughs> um, and, and I think that's, you know, then you close the app. Um, and then you you went off and got a chair, and I stopped. I stayed and talked to her, and I said, you know, how how's it going? Is that like does that happen all the time? And she just said, every time it's a problem, it never works. Always breaks. It's you know, 
it's not worked properly. And you know, when the <sighs> When, when the lady at the till at the popular coffee shop says it didn't work and there's been people being given, you know, everyone's been given free coffee and, and sandwiches basically through the NSF. I think that, again, does the technology work? Yes, because I witnessed it doing the transfer. Right. Lots of unknown error messages, lots of additional steps. You know, I mean, I'm not a Luddite. I'd love easy transactions but for me, easy transaction was reaching my pocket and get out my... If, if I don't want to pay with cash, get out my credit card. I'm Let's, five clicks away from having, you know, my PIN number and enter, job done. Actually, by the way, you can use PayWeave. And I, let's be fair here, yes, because you was buying a sandwich in my presence yeah. today and he didn't try and use the phone, but he used the PayWeave yeah. thing and it worked seamlessly, of course. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So it's not about the technology, it's doing it the, the intermediate, well, doing it through the phone the, again, the user experience, the user journey is just so bad, and it needs to be the same as the card. You should just wave the phone at it, and it should just yeah. work. Yeah. Right, leaders on. So third one, Ben two nil. Well, you, no, I've chosen what you've chosen one. I've chosen one. Let's give Rafe uh, a scenario now. Well, I think we could perhaps talk about you and trying to buy a bottle of water for oh, two this, cents. This is and my in fact, absolute favourite. And you know why I love this one? Oh, because the PR God. lady stood next to us saying, "It's brilliant. I love it." This is lovely for you, Anna. Oh, right. Well, let's... Uh, oh, who's yeah. got a rubbish handset? Yeah. So we record, We videoed this one as well, which was the kiss of death. Oh. And, and God. So, and, and I'm just looking at the video here. It's, it's really not two ideal. two minutes, yeah. 22 seconds, and for, that was for the failed failure. one. The one that actually works... So just, just, so, just so everyone listening knows, knows the background, mm-hmm. at one of the vendor's stands was a, was a vending machine that dispensed bottles of, of mineral water. Five cents a pop. Yeah, and, and they, were, a proof of they were super cheap, and the idea was that you could just keep doing the transactions to, to demonstrate it worked. And we rolled up, and we'd had loads of demos, and we'd been and played with some NFC stuff on the stand, because yeah. guys from Gibraltar, they were fantastically hospitable and generous and yeah. friendly. You know, kind of, no, I, I, I wish them success, although I think they've got a challenge on their hands, to be honest. Um, and we, we went down, and the, they, we all stood around, and there was a, you know, the PR lady, I think there was a technical person there, there was the three of us filming, and all you were trying to do was type in the product code, like a normal vending machine, the product code, and the then twenty three. Yeah, yeah, you owe five cents, and you're supposed to pay with the phone, and then plop. Mm. And to be fair, you had refer- rehearses the previous day as well. Yeah, well, I don't know where it is if I worked. So and so went ahead, and I think the first time again, it was a problem of getting the right air of the phone on the sensor. Yeah, I was work. putting it down yeah. flat. I should have put it down. Yeah, yeah I, I should have touched the top of it to the. And again, it was sort of the whole yeah. going through this app process. The next, the next time. I remember he put the code in for the product, and then because the app had either crashed or closed, you had to refine the app, you know, click through, open it up, select the card again. But in the time you'd done that, the vending machine then had timed out the transaction, yeah. so the product it was, no, and then you know, you you'd effectively had to go through the whole cycle again because mm. by the time you'd done that, then the selection you'd made of the card had. So we, we do have to be fair. The third time it worked brilliantly. Transaction went through, mm. the machine went round, and no bottle of water dropped out because uh, it was one of these dodgy vending machines. Uh, I'll give you that one because in that case it was just a regular mechanical failure of the vending machine. But well, the I person mean, hadn't put the bottle yeah, in, in in the right hole, and that's, that's okay. I mean, I don't want, I don't want to sort of unjustly persecute NFC. It's just easy. It's, it's so easy to do it on real evidence. There's no need. Yeah. And and so Rafe got there. The video that we shot. Two minutes, 22 seconds for three attempts, which, which would have, had it worked, vended one Did you publish that on the internet, by the way? Yeah. 
Well, actually, you published it on the internet because it was your yeah, hand. I gave you the hand. Your hand set. You pressed send. Yeah. Dear what? listener, I actually gave. I said I gave my iPhone with social cam ready to Ben. Said, look, film this. It will be amazing. Because it's going to be so amazing. Now, I think we should. Well, film mention... a successful try as well, though. While we're... Did you publish that as well? Yeah, they're both. Right. Yeah. While, while we're on the Gibraltar stand, I do think it's worth mentioning one of the demos we saw. In fact, maybe talk about two of the demos. Uh, and this was actually NFC embedded in the SIM card rather than in the handset. Okay, and this is and and, and this is where I think it and it, you know the, the, there is a slightly positive argument to there, be made. There is um, because most at the moment most NFC handsets it's in the device and the secure element is linked to the device rather than the SIM card. And, and so, if, if people aren't kind of familiar with the the, the technology, yes. what's the implications of that? So, when it's in the SIM card. Yeah. that's where the kind of the, the intelligence and the security bit of the NFC lives. And the implication I think that people need to probably understand is that will, in theory, depending on how it's set up, work without the phone being on. It so, would be like an Oyster card. So when the phone is on, you might get some confirmation or some in-user interface, but you don't need the phone to be on for the NFC to be recognised. For, for a basic yeah. NFC interaction, now quite a lot of the time there will be some sending up to a server to do some authentication, and obviously that would be the case with, with payment. But where this, I think, does apply is for unlocking things, and this can be a door, it could be access to a meeting room in a business environment, and various other things as well. And that's where I do think you can see it working and it gets around this battery problem. Yeah. Now, the issue with this, if you put the NFC element in the SIM card, it's then generally controlled by the operator and anyone who then wants to do stuff with NFC on that SIM card has to go through the operator. And, and, what, and what, I, what the last thing I want in life is the operator being more involved in important services for me because... They rarely do a good job, and more importantly, when they do do a good job, and and they like, for example, when they roll out a new premium service of 4G, they ream you for it absolutely every opportunity. Yeah. 4G now, rocks. Now it might do bloody expensive. I went and had a chat to some other people who are doing NFC, and so can we foresee a time when NFC in the device itself works in this sort of non-powered state? And they said, yes, perfectly technically possible to do so but it costs more to do it, and so it's unlikely to ever happen. So, yeah. you know, that, that, that okay. kind of tells one story. One thing I do think we should mention maybe is the Pop Wings uh, business card NFC demo that we saw, and we all got our business cards with NFC sort of embedded in them and made that. This is actually, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, exchanging business cards. It's something that happens at these shows, and there's been the kind of the idea of, you know, sharing by Bluetooth from phones for a while and various other attempts and none of them have really convinced me and even doing NFC to a, NFC on a phone to exchange yeah. a business card it's a bit of a hassle the so, actually it's the same problem you have to tap on the right bit of the phone but this was a, a paper card with an NFC chip embedded inside it and actually I can see how it, work, it, it was working now in this particular case Popwings has a proprietary application available on Android and Windows phone and does a whole lot of extra intelligence in the server and can keep track of what you've stored and in the case of Windows Phone it's linked in with the address book and actually it becomes another data source just as uh, Google Contacts Hotmail Exchange can be so I think it's well implemented and that's an example where I actually think that sort of proprietary thing won't work but it's the the use case of where you're tapping an object in the physical world to get information makes sense And, and, and but the thing is when you set up the demo and you take away all of the real-world constraints, NFC works fine. So when you stand 
with a man who's pre, who's just installed the dedicated app for you and created the account for you, and he hands you a special card, and then the special card makes your picture go on your phone. I'm not impressed because he, it's complete. Although NFC is a kind of a there's a there's a standard piece in the middle. It's a completely controlled experiment end to end. It is, and I, I mean this is just one example. Yeah. I think the posters is maybe that were well, scattered around the venue are a better example. And, and but I, just, I, I think you are being a little unfair here, Ben. I, I think you're being unreasonable about about the technology curve. It's always horrendous experience when you first start. We think about how look Bluetooth. At look at how Bluetooth started off and trying to pair devices and different manufacturers and incompatibility or Wi-Fi on a phone or how about access points on a phone. We all remember the first smartphones where you had to put in your operator access point to get internet and all of that sort of thing. So I think it's partly a reflection of the maturity of the technology. So I think we have to be careful. Again, it's this caveat that it's where it is on the adoption cycle. I think you're right. And I don't doubt that NFC will have all the rough edges knocked off it in the future. The reason I'm sort of more than just kind of disappointed that it didn't work is that, um, to the best of my knowledge, Bluetooth and connection profiles and the other kind of leading but but consumer-unfriendly services never got this kind of push. You know, that this is going to be in people's hands, in people's devices, being pushed by their payment providers ticketing providers you know the, it's almost that I would disagree because I think you can look at the example of data or internet on the phone it was a horrendous experience on the first smartphones as I say you had the access points to go through frankly the data rates were a bit slow mm. there are hardly any websites optimised for mobile and now you know when a phone arrives or you put a SIM in it even when you're putting in a, a SIM card in another country, you bought a local SIM, mm. a lot of smartphones will recognise it, do the access point automatically. You've now got 3G speeds, you've now got mobile formatted websites. Mm. So I see that, that same journey. And of course, back then, you know, the idea of data and websites on the phone was really pushed by GSM. Actually, at the time, it was 3GSM. And I can remember that being big when I went to 3GSM for the first time when it was still in Cannes. I think the, the failing is the lack of that as you said, the, the sort of the refinement, the hu- the human piece, and yes. it, it's maybe reflecting on what you just said. It's more also disappointing that we've not learned the lesson that here in 2013 right. there's a new technology out, and we're made, we're stumbling into the same blocks again. And and just for the sake of completeness, and because I kind of want to really hammer home my point, I want to recount uh, the story of you and and I were Rafe was out, uh, I think visiting his desk on the Nokia stand last night. So uh, branded that branded dedicated. Desk. And uh, so you and and I, you and and I went out for a very you know low rent, low key meal, just somewhere quiet, you know, because obviously pining for Rafe. Mm. And uh, and we went to a restaurant, and it was one of the ones that the that has been set up with uh, this NFC trial, and we went so, there yeah, deliberately to, to, be, to be clear, the, the the fourth app. So you get your NFC badge pre-installed, your wallet pre-installed, the GSMA event information app, app yeah. and then coupon. And so the idea here is you arrive into the, the restaurant, they have a, a that, it's a poster, but they have a, like a... Hundreds of restaurants in, in Barcelona. They, ha- they have this thing in, in the entrance, you touch it, you show the coupon and, and you get some benefit. I think you get a free glass or something. Uh, have a... And and, he, and, um, and so we went in, yeah, and race just just found the map. And I mean, there's there's thousands of people participating. It's, it's colossal. Um, so we went in, and you uh, you got the app out, you fired it up, you you found 
uh, in the in the listing you found the restaurant that we were in and you pressed it and you get to this point where it says an animation and it says touch it on the on the the the, the uh, restaurant tap to redeem coupon tap to redeem coupon and there right in the, the you know kind of at the desk where you arrived before you you're seated was the big sign and you touched it and that opened up a URL and then it and so then your phone said because you've got a couple of browsers installed which browser would you like to use and you selected one yeah, and it opened a website and the website said hey download the coupon app and you said without thinking I have the flipping app blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and then you went through it again and again and again and, and the, the, then the manager came down the manager came down and he had he was and, and it was noticeable that he was the only person who had been briefed on it and he had a Galaxy S3 and then he tried to do that process and it opened again so which makes me think two things one is that um what one is that the sign wasn't correctly configured. Well, actually, it makes me think that given that he was surprised and doing it over and over again, I don't think it was that much used. You know, we we it, it was the second day of a four-day conference. And we picked the, this restaurant on Rambla, which was big in the centre, well-known. Well, but also, when we went upstairs, the place was chock full of people we recognised as attendees. Yes. And there was even a corporate event going on from one of the firms who were here. Yeah. So there were plenty of other people there. So I don't think it was used very much. It's not that appealing to go through that that process mm. um, and also then I mean not only was the process stupid because obviously it was just going around in this loop you know here's a link to the app I have the app oh you know touch the voucher here's a link to the app mm-hmm. I, we went around that loop four or five times and then the guy came down and by this point there's a queue forming you know, know. cross people behind us who want oh, their, listeners what, I'm doing my best to what, try and get this stuff what, working want their dinner and this I thought the other thing is, what's noticeable is that the, the lady working on the desk she doesn't have an NFC phone and even if she does, it's probably hers. It's not yeah. like a work one. So who is it then in this restaurant that's going to have the technology to support? Perhaps, perhaps it was a simple thing. Perhaps it was like the signs got mixed up and the one mm. that you were being given wasn't really the voucher one. It was the advertising one. That makes right. sense. But who in the restaurant is going to understand that that's happening? You know, you scan the apps and participate. And then even then, you know, does the restaurant manager want to have to keep testing it and installing the app and checking it and this kind of thing so i think in this case it struck me that um trying to use nfc for a voucher system made a simple thing i.e you know identifying that you were part of the conference far too complicated and it added the need for technical support and technical understanding Mm. in a place where it doesn't normally exist now i know roast making a face and i know you're going to say to me like the sandwich shops in London that do PayWave. And that took an awfully long time. But the point is there, it also doesn't work very frequently. So if it works and it pays, you're fine. But if your PayWave card doesn't work, you don't, you don't get to pay. You don't get any help. You don't get the support. There's not the sense that you, you, you need to be helped at all. Because if, if your credit card transaction doesn't work, they don't help you. But now there's all these additional technical steps which can fail not just the fact that you haven't got enough money. And again, it's... So, I, I back think to, you, you back can to, say the same about a credit card when the, the chip mm. and pin system fails. Yeah. And, and again, I think it's you know, about the maturity of where it is. And the, the whole point is when you are sort of trying this stuff out for the first time, you go through these teeth troubles. So, I, I, I mean, I do agree with you. But, but the, the GSMA, I, I did, the GSMA just, put it in a thousand restaurants I, and, and no one in those those places had any idea how to deal with any It's a good problems. argument for why you don't have an industry body running a trial yeah. for something like this. What's wrong with that? Because they're 
you know, they don't have the experience to yeah. know, for example, that you have to do training. Yeah. Now, in all of this, you, you've come up with plenty of reasons why NFC is bad and it doesn't work. Yeah. I do actually want to talk about an area where I use it already and I think it does work, and that's the pairing of Bluetooth accessories. And there were quite a few uh, announced here. Sony announced a couple. Uh, Nokia already have some. Uh, Samsung has some yeah. as well. And actually, there's one in particular I think is relevant here because it got announced. Nokia announced their wireless car charger. Now, wireless charging, again, cool. It's new technology, obviously limited deployment. But on that, they actually had an NFC tap point. And the reason they had that is what, what happens, you tap your phone on it and you can configure it to start an application of your choice. And in this instance, most of the time, you'll probably configure it to start Nokia Drive. So you get into your car, you go like that. Like that? You tap, Just like that? I, I should, so, I'm sorry, listeners. You tap it on the NFC point, which is actually at the bottom of the stand. You put it in the stand, it starts charging, and Nokia Drive is starting, you're ready to go. Now, that stuff and the pairing with Bluetooth accessories works at the moment, but it is noticeable that that's about as simple as use cases I can think of for yeah. NFC. Anytime you're adding in extra complication, money, gate entrance, it, it's not there yet. And, I, and I, I will concede that point, which I've used NFC to pair um, a, a Nokia device with uh, a Bluetooth speaker. And that is a brilliant use. Well, that, a beautiful yeah. experience. That, and what, that, what well, happens is, it's, well, I assume it's the Nokia 360. Yeah, it, it works. You tap the music, it's, it starts and stops. And it's actually kind of uh, almost a, what you'd expect it to do yeah. when you do that with a phone. It's a physical interaction, yeah. like pressing a pause play button. And, and, that, and, that's, where, and that's where it works. But the, my, my argument there is that that is... Simple use cases where you have you control both ends of the both ends of the piece. It's a simple on-off, and that is NFC used well. I'd, I'm not sure that it needs to be NFC. You know, I think that there are. I, I, I already, um, you know, when I get in when I when, when I when I bring um, my wife's BlackBerry into the car, it already automatically connects when the ignition turns on, and you know. Uh, it does that because she's running Bluetooth then? Uh, yeah, but, the, but that, that's Bluetooth. The initial setup, you'll have had to enter a passcode. Now, in most cases, mm-hmm. they actually have four zeros, and so it can yeah. do it automatically. But, but, but there's no standard for that. And um, in the case yeah. of the speakers, actually, it's the intelligence of tapping on the speaker to transfer music to start playing yeah. on the speaker, tap it again to transfer it back to your phone. So I, I agree with you. Actually, I think a lot of the time it's, it's not necessary, but we all know... Um, how many people have Bluetooth headsets and haven't been able to get past that setup procedure because it was basically fiddly and yeah. it's difficult to do and NFC does no, that issue. Of, yeah, and, and so so it's back to I, I think it's back to my point, which is I think I'm fairly comfortable with saying that NFC at the moment doesn't work. Okay, it, if you take a simple enough use case, it works but then you're not actually really using all of NFC. Mm. It's a glorified on-off switch. And does that work? Yeah, it works perfectly, but it's not really all of NFC. As soon as you start to try and do banking, access control, information retrieval, um, uh, interoperation with apps, uh, using it under challenging circumstances, when you're on the move, when you're in a hurry, when you're overseas, when you're in an environment that's away from uh, you know, mm. somebody who's standing there to help you when it breaks down... Will it work? Yeah. 
but it doesn't work. It doesn't work yet. And uh, I think that this is the point of you know the the technology is secondary to designing the service here, and the service hasn't been designed. It's something that you can apply to all of mobile at the moment. Smartphones are too difficult to use. Normal people only use a fraction of them, and the revolution in mobile that comes next is, is not around technology. It already exists. It's about making it easy enough that it improves your life without you having to think about how it does it. And that NFC is the best example I can think of that. You know, kind of the conclusion that I would come to. I mean, I do agree with Ben, but I would say you know, my caveat is it's early in the life cycle, and as he says, it's, it's, it will get better. NFC stands for Near Field Communications, but at the moment it feels like it stands not for consumers. Yes. Well, and, and so uh, we've got to wrap it up because we're running long, but mm. the, the, the one thing I would say as a kind of a, an opener to the conversation that will come next is a shout out for the uh, Starbucks app. Now, you know, okay, I'm not a massive Starbucks coffee fan, but what it does is it shows a barcode on the screen and, and then they, they've fitted out the tills with scanners that allow you to scan that barcode and it replicates the code that they would have previously scanned on your kind of loyalty card uh, to, in order to pay. And, you know, a number of people have said to me, oh, that's a bit, you know, that wasn't very good because that's pretty low-tech, isn't it? You know, that really, it's a bit naff. Why right. didn't they use NFC? Or, or why can't it do both? Because I've got an NFC phone. And my answer is because it's not ready. Because when the barcode is on the screen, the guy on the till can see it. You can see where the red line from the scanner goes. And sometimes for consumers, it's not, a, it's not about... Uh, using the you know trying to achieve the promise of these technologies it's about thinking actually what works and that that's a case of going for the thing that works because nfc isn't ready is that painful basically what you're saying is apple are correct in this case i think they are i i don't agree with that because i think you have to put technology and start deploying it before it will actually become mature. And I think not, it's a, not of your Apple. I, no, I think it's a classic case of network effect. Exactly the same thing happened with Bluetooth. No, no, if, if, if Apple actually said, you know what, we're now, we've got Apple FC or whatever, uh, a, AFC, ANFC, there you go, then I can imagine a lot of the retailers in the States saying, right, so it, we're going to change. I, well, I, I, I disagree fundamentally with that because it's, the idea of um, Apple doing stuff and then the rest of the industry Don't, following. This, that's and how it's BYOD that, came about. It, 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 that's, I think, a different issue. But no, 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 Apple, that's the a consumer Apple, saying that I'm buying that. The stuff doesn't always work. It depends on the circumstance. And I think this is a great example of where um, Apple, I would be the first to say, is brilliant at really? introducing technologies and wrapping them up in a consumer-friendly way. Um, that's what it did with its music services, what it did with touchscreens. None of that, and web browser, none of it was new. It was just packaged in a better experience. Better now, it might be able to do that with NFC, but I think NFC is a little bit different because it's, you know, it's technology that has a network effect associated with it, and Apple on its own wouldn't be big enough. And I respect, but I disagree with your point, and I would say that you don't need a you don't need a network effect in order to design a process where uh, you control all of yes, the transactions. So none of the failures this week are down to the fact that the retailers didn't have NFC readers or that the gates didn't have NFC readers. And the, my point, well, I, and I, I tweeted this, and I come back to it, which is if the GSMA with 
you know, tens of thousands of net mobile savvy people with the handsets that they've been given that were pre-configured couldn't make NFC a seamless experience. And to be honest, I think of the four use cases I can think of, only one comes close to being a, a pass, which was the posters. You know, then tap your phone, get information. Then it's then it's then it's not ready, and it's not not ready because of the technology. It's not ready because of the process design and the thinking, and also because we we're now enthusiastically crowbarring technology into places where it's not needed. The NF, in a lot of those cases, to my mind, it, it NFC isn't NFC isn't necessarily the only way that you can solve the problem. And it's not, but more importantly, it's not the best way to solve that problem. And therefore, a bit like the Bluetooth headsets and those sorts of things, we thought, you know, the the Bluetooth headsets and Bluetooth uh, music playback hung around because they had some utility and they were the best way to achieve things. But Bluetooth networking and uh, various other of the kind of things that Bluetooth can do died a death Mm. because they weren't the best way to do it. Wi-Fi was. And then, you know, and other services took over. And I, I kind of hope that somebody somewhere wakes up to that fact and starts to pick, cherry pick the circumstances that NFC is good at and pushes it there. Because I don't want it to fail, but I want somebody to try harder to make it succeed. Right then, Smith. Off that soapbox, we have to say you are correct. Ah, see, uh, Ben wins 3 mm. 0. I, I still think it's. Uh... A, a rather pessimistic viewpoint in that I think all technology goes through this to a certain extent. And so I think it's being maybe unnecessarily nasty to NFC after it's personally hurt you over the last week and you're letting your personal feelings get in the way of perhaps a more rational viewpoint. If you think I am cross about things not working, you wait until real people get their hands I, on it. I, 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 don't, and, I don't disagree. And, 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 and on that note, where I was beginning to not look like I'd won universally, I'm going to concede that Rafe has some interesting points. And we'll, <laughs> clo- and we'll close this conversation down. Thank you very much for listening. This is a contentious one. I think that there will be lots of people who've had different experiences and, and in different places who will have different views. And as ever, we'd really welcome your feedback. You can email us through the website. The link is there. You can tweet us at, at 361podcast or you can put comments in the SoundCloud player. Uh, add the comments wherever you'd like to, to, leave, to, uh, make, to make the comment during the, uh, during the stream. Thank you very much for listening and uh, we will be back with a regular series uh, very, very soon when we're back in London. Bye-bye.